got a rocket in your pocket. Or are you just happy to see me? Here are our thoughts on the musical West Side Story. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hi, and uh, welcome, welcome back, back to another, another episode, episode of, of Theater Thoughts. Thoughts. I'm Ty Etherton. And I'm Kira Sweeney. And we're two former theater kids turned forever theater adults. Whether we like it or not. It's not terminal. It's a condition. We live with it. <laughs> and we're here talking about all things theater, education, and performing <laughs> arts. But this isn't like a normal episode of Theater Thoughts. No. We're this... introducing a new episode form, which Absolutely. is really cool. This is our first ever Script tease. You like a good little script tease. Um, Kira, what is a script tease? Well, basically what we're going to be doing is dissecting pieces of theater, whether that's shows that we go see or plays that we read, um, because both of us are really big on the fact that theater is meant to be seen and discussed. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Um, a big... You know, you can go to the, sh- the theater and just enjoy it. But also, like, theater is meant for you to feel something. Meant for you to to, to have an emotional response. It's to, an art. To leave yes. thinking about it, right? The artists and people who are creating and crafting theater want to challenge your ideas and perceptions about things. And I think it's a disservice if you do not talk about it Absolutely. afterwards. Absolutely. It's meant to be discussed. It's meant to be. Yeah. You want to have a conversation yes. after it to not only just uh, process what you just saw, but also how it made you feel. So right? here on these Scriptsies episodes, we are meant to discuss them, dissect them, break them down. What is the meaning? What did we enjoy? What did we not enjoy? Um, and then and again, once the episode comes out, get your thoughts and feelings about it. Absolutely, because this is all just our thoughts and opinions. Absolutely. Right? And there's not one way to react to, to and perceive art. Yes. That's the cool thing about it is everyone's going to give and take a little something different. Art is subjective. Absolutely. Um, so what <laughs> are we breaking down today? Oh my goodness. Have we picked a really, really, I think, exciting one for us too, especially. Um, as you heard in the very brief introduction, we are talking about the musical, the iconic musical, the groundbreaking musical, West, West Side, Side Story. Story. Um, mostly because it's a show that we're both very passionate about, but also there was a new movie adaptation that was just released a few months back and has just been made available on streaming services. So it's, yes. it's very topical. Yes, and we have loved it for years. Absolutely. It's a great musical to talk about. Yes. It has so many forums. So... Let's get into this script tease, Mama. All right, break it down. All right, before we begin, we want to do a quick synopsis. All right, we want to give you, for those of you who maybe it's been a little while, um, give just a little refresher on what this show is all about. Okay, so So, we're going to break it down. We're going to do it the Ty and Kira way. Yes. And we're going to give you, in 90 seconds, here is what West Side Story is about. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. The place, New York City. The time, irrelevant. Doesn't matter. There's the Jets and the Sharks. They hate each other. Riff, leader of the white boys, wants to fight the Sharks because uh, racism. Uh, He wants his tomb-to-womb, sperm-to-worm, bestie boy, Tony, to come out. But Tony doesn't want to. But don't worry. Riff secured the bag. Tony's coming. Tony then sings that... Something's coming, something good. Spoiler alert, it's not really that good. Okay, they go to a dance at some sweaty, gross gym. 
uh, and they go hard. Mumbo! is popping and dropping. Tony sees some beautiful Puerto Rican Maria across the dance floor. Sparks fly, and they have a private dance. Get your head out of the gutter. It's just a regular dance. Yeah, they're dancing. Duh. Uh, her brother Bernardo, leader of the Sharks, sees it and hates it. That's when the Rumble's planned. They're all going to fight. Tony doesn't care. He loves her, so he scours every block until he finds her balcony. Maria! I just met a girl named Maria. And then they sing about being in love. Tonight, tonight. Okay, fast forward to the next day. Maria's sister-in-law, Anita, gives girl boss energy. She sings about how she loves America. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. All the other Puerto Ricans hate it, probably because of the hella racism that they're all encountering. Anyway, Bernardo's getting ready for the fight. He particularly wants to fight Tony. Tony just wants to love Maria, and then he tells Doc, his, like, fake daddy, about their wedding and how they're going to live together forever. Um, everybody sings before the fight. We really well tonight. We're going to rumble tonight. Then the fight happens, and uh, here's what you missed on Glee. Bernardo's angry. He tries to punch Tony. Riff punches Bernardo. Bernardo stabs Riff. Riff is dead. Tony is sad boy about it, and then Rage stabs Bernardo. Keep in mind that this is Maria's brother. He's dead, too. Cops come. Everybody leaves. End of Act 1. Starting Act 2, Maria's wannabe boyfriend, Chino, tells her that Tony killed her brother. Um, she is somewhat not even sad. And when Tony meets her and tell her that's, tells her that it's true, um, she's angry with him for like literally 2.5 seconds. Like, girl, what the hell? Your boyfriend just killed your, your brother. brother. Anyway, they're planning on skipping town that night. Chino's still trying to win over Maria and the rest of the Sharks has a gun and he's planning on killing Tony. The Jets get a hold of this and hide him out. Anita, sad that her man is dead, sees Maria with Tony and is like, girl... He really just killed your brother. A boy like that, he kill your brother. Forget that boy and find another. Oh no, I need to know. Maria says she's still in love. It don't matter, girly. And Anita goes to tell Tony and meet Maria. Uh, but Maria, uh, Anita stopped by the Jets and she gets harassed because obviously racism again. So she's mad and lies and tells them all that Chino killed Maria. So Tony can literally F off. Okay, she leaves. They tell Tony, and he is big boy sad, thinking that Maria's dead. He goes out to the streets and wants to die to be with Maria. It's kind it's of beautiful. tragically beautiful. Yeah. Um, as he sees Maria running towards him, Chino shows up and goes, bah, bah. Okay, Tony is dead. Maria screams. Everyone is quiet because they done messed up. She grabs the gun and points it at all of them, the Jets and Sharks included, um, because, quote, all of them killed Tony. She says, quote, now I can kill too because now I have hate. It's very powerful. They come together over Tony's dead body. Curtain sat. And that's West Side Story, baby. Yep. Okay, so we doubled our time, but I don't think it was that bad. No. I think hopefully that was pretty good. you get the gist of it, and if you know the show, hopefully that was entertaining. Absolutely. So here are some fast facts. History behind the show West Side Story. Absolutely. So it originally opened in 1957 on Broadway. Uh, it opened in September and was on Broadway for about two years. About 732 performances um directly based off of romeo and juliet the shakespeare show yes right you know i'm a shakespeare buff we love it um in 1949 there were chicano riots in la which triggered bernstein and jerome robbins so, to write the show so yes jerome robbins actually was the first one to kind of conceptualize conceptualize yes. this idea he wanted to create a a modern uh, romeo and juliet and yes. it originally started as um catholic and jews yes and it was going to be called east side story and they realized that 
that for, you know, after kind of starting to workshop that idea, that wasn't going to work. And then, like you said, they saw this thing in which this man made the headlines because he was killed in a gang riot. Right. And they were like, boom, got it. That's it. It's less about a religious tension. And now it's more about race tension. Which is great because then they transferred it to the west side of New York. Absolutely. Um, where these two groups, these Italian type Americans and the I believe they're supposed to be like Italian, Irish, Polish. Yes. There's like right. a whole group of immigrants that yes. they're all supposed to be. But they've been there for a while, whereas Absolutely. more Puerto Ricans, Americans are are immigrating to New York City. Yes. Um, and so there we have that. So 1957, original Broadway production. Uh, you've done a lot of research on the original Broadway production. What do you have to share about this? Um yeah, and I mean, I think it's really cool in talking about this show because there, we're even learning stuff that we didn't know about it previously. Yes. Um, and so I was specifically doing um, research in, on Jerome Robbins because obviously I'm very um, interested in choreography. Which he was the director and choreographer. And choreographer. Yes, he had a huge part in this. And again, he was the original one who was like, I want to do yes. this idea. I don't know what it's going to look like. Will you guys work with me on yes. this? Um, and so I was, I was reading about it and it's so fascinating. Um, so he actually had the uh, actors, he wanted them to do more method acting um, because he, he just thought that that would make it more real and gritty. And so he decided to actually segregate the actors in rehearsal so they were not allowed to socialize so that he wanted it to be more tense when they finally did meet on stage for the dance hall portion of the show that's so cool um and learning about that i was like wow that's crazy that like he wanted this tension to be so real and so authentic that he decided like they're not going to be allowed to see each other um he also obviously dance was a huge driving force for him um some of his previous credits before West Side Story included he created the ballet Fancy Free which then was the precursor to the musical On the Town which Work. is again very dance driven yes, show. Absolutely. Um and so he obviously is very uh, skilled and um inventive in how he uses dance to tell stories and we'll talk more about yeah. this here in a little bit. Um but his his different dance vocabularies, he was very intentional about what styles he used for the specific groups of people. So where he wanted the gang members to be more like hard hitting, um he used a lot of jazz um vocabulary with like longer extensions and more frantic movements, right? Some of that hard hitting stuff. Um and to to kind of match that violent energy that yeah. he was wanting, right? And then for the female characters, he wanted it more elegant and playful, so he went for more ballet. And then for the uh, Puerto Rican women, for more like flamenco style movements. And I actually learned that he went to a dance on the Spanish side of Harlem in order to get like real authentic inspiration for how people so would cool. in that community would dance with one another, right? Which is which was really really cool, right? And um, so it did well. It was on Broadway for two years. Yes. Um, it had over 700 performances. Um, and uh, it was when it's so it, popular that they made a movie. Absolutely. Right? And that's what most of you listening, I'm sure, um, know of West Side Story is the original 1961 film that starred Natalie Wood, Richard Boehmer, Rita Moreno, um, and Russ Tamblin. Uh, and and back when it came out, it was the height. It was everything. And another thing that we found out. No one except for Rita Moreno was of the, the lead was characters saying for yeah. themselves. And we will get into some of our so um, thoughts and feelings about the original 1961 film uh, throughout this entire episode. But when it came out, critics gave it the highest 
praises and and it became the second highest grossing film of that year it was it had 11 academy award nominations and it won 10 out of those including best picture uh rita moreno swept um there jerome robbins won best director best choreographer uh it was it was fantastic and then we get into the revivals of everything so we had the original production on mm-hmm. uh on broadway and then we have the original film and then after that um, everything was revival. We have a 1980 revival, which Who notably was, stars again, Debbie Debbie Allen. Allen, and then that was also directed and choreographed once again by Jerome Robbins. Perfect. He was still he alive back. at this yes. point, and he he came in for that revival. That's awesome. Um, which is really cool. Then we had a revival in 2009, um, which they wanted to. I, I was reading an article, and it was it's really interesting because Lin Manuel Miranda was brought on for that um, production. Because Karen Olivio. Yeah. Because they wanted to um add more of that Latin like they wanted the Latin community to have more stake in that production. Yes. Um and it's really interesting this quote that I was reading when I was uh looking into that production. Um well, uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda said that I think West Side Story for the Latino community has been our greatest blessing and our greatest curse. That yeah. As a piece of art, sense. I think it's as good as it gets, but uh, it also represented our f- foot in the door as an artistic community on Broadway at the same time because it's just only about representation of Latinos on Broadway and it's about gangs is where it gets tricky, is what he said. Yes. Um, and I which think I think that it's really interesting to, that yes. that was what he was kind of thinking while working on this. So they made an attempt to add in more Spanish into the lyrics, into the dialogue for that specific version of that that revival which we'll talk about when we get into the revival yeah, of the but movie. again original choreography everything still the same just adding those changes to the dialogue right. which is which was cool again Very another cool. new take on something that we had seen before so starting to continue to make it new make it fresh but also it has that same like familiarity yes. like it's still west side yes. story right? uh, and then we get into the 2020 revival uh which very did not, short-lived thankfully. yeah did not make it to um uh, uh past previews yeah due to COVID 19 um however it was conceptual as hell yeah set in modern day focused um, on black americans and puerto ricans yes and that was the conflict Featuring a lot of technology. Yes, they yeah, smartphones were involved. And uh, no somehow. original choreography. No, it was gonna be it was gonna be the first production on Broadway to scrap the original choreography, which I think a lot of people had mixed feelings about. But don't worry, Miss Covadina <laughs> shut it down. Um and it did yeah. not pop up after I don't, after and COVID, I don't know if it um has ever slowed will. down a little bit. And I but yeah, we'll I don't see. plan it. But then it brings us to where we're at right now with the 2021 film directed by Steven Spielberg, starring um, Anzel Egort and Rachel Zegler and uh, Ariana DeBoise. Mike Feist. Mike Feist. Lots, and of, lots of Broadway faces. bringing back Rita Moreno. Yes. Which is absolutely fantastic. Um, and uh, that is currently up for uh, a multitude of uh, Oscar nominations and the Oscars uh, here in a couple weeks. Absolutely, we'll um, we'll see we'll see yeah. how it does. Um, okay, when we come back, we are going to break it down. We're going to go chronologically, talking about our favorite things, stuff that you need to focus on when watching, um, or uh, uh, watching whether you're sitting in a 
seat in a theater or if you're sitting on your couch here at home. Absolutely. Um, and I can't wait to get into it. Yeah. Boom, here we go. We'll be back. Okay, West Side Story. It opens on probably one of the most iconic beginnings of a show in the history Period. of musical theater ever. Yeah. The prologue uh, uh, features the Sharks and the Jets, um, no dialogue. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing to note. Right. Absolutely no talking for like a solid eight, nine yeah. minutes. It's, it's a substantial amount of time. And so something I want to point out right now, first and foremost, is the beautiful orchestration that Leonard Bernstein and Stephen Sondheim uh, did. It is, it is orchestral. It is beautiful. It could be played on its own and still have so much beauty. And you're going to talk about this throughout the entire you know discussion. But the storytelling of just the music is mm-hmm. wonderful paired with everything else is what makes the show so incredible yeah it's it's what west side story does best um and when i talk about how you know musical theater as an art form is is really at its finest the combination of music dance and then you know everything else right and so uh, what West Side Story was able to do in terms of setting that precedent of using dance and music for storytelling purposes. Created those quintessential musical theater stories. Not just because, oh, it's this fun, entertaining, flashy dance number, but because it genuinely has a story to tell. You're getting a sense of this world, of these characters, of who they are and, and what this present moment in time is all through just the music and the way in which they're moving their bodies without saying a single word. Um, and that's why I think I, oh my gosh, I could just talk about the prologue for hours because it is it so is so, so good. Oh my gosh, is it good. And in terms of, you know, that movement and in the, the idea of this motif of those, like I was talking about in the last segment, those really like fluid but also equally so let's break it down those of you that have just recently watched it or or need a reminder the prologue starts with these two tough gangs the jets and the sharks and then slowly you just see some people break out in these fluid moments and and i think as an audience member you're kind of caught off guard by it yes that you're mixing this rough and tough and grittiness with oh this my gosh! Beauty. But I have boy, is it cool, it. right? Where you yeah. just see a few of them at a time, and then ultimately, as that music swells, so does their movement, right? Yeah. And so you finally see them all, rather than breaking out of this normal group, right? Again, that kind of that idea, that motif of individuals, but then again, coming together as a collective and dancing in unison with these really big, rigid movements, especially in the as ones they're fighting. Yeah, where not necessarily the fighting yet but even just as they're walking oh as they're walking down the street yes it's one of those things where you're like okay this is a group and they're very proud to be a part of that group and you can tell that through the way in which they move together which is really cool which then then brings them to their fighting and one one shout out that i want to talk about is the 1961 film 
really does a fantastic job with people leaping on each other in rhythm, them getting pushed off each yes. other in rhythm. It is beautifully. Yes. And, and you talk about it. We've <laughs> said it a million times. They glide. It's such a glide yes. as they're dancing and moving. Yes. But also I think what was really cool to see, because um, the way in which Jerome Robbins obviously interpreted it is again, more of that glide and that, that uh, strength in also um, that strength in, in that fluidity right where joshua peck not joshua justin peck, justin peck my yeah. dad justin peck who was the new um choreographer on the spielberg movie um he is uh he just did the carousel revival yes. um he himself is also of latin heritage um and so they thought you know he was the perfect person to bring on this and i was researching his kind of journey with this um and he wanted to obviously pay homage to um Jerome Robbins, right. but also wanted to put his own Justin Peck spin on it, right? And you and can so see that. And so the cool thing is, yes. is, his is a little bit more gritty, even more so than than um, Jerome's was, where it's a little bit more lower into the ground, but you also still get those beautiful moments of It's the, that juxtaposition of the low lows yes. and the high highs. But I think their fighting was less choreographed or less... I agree. Less... Um, danced than the original production, I and I agree. think that's what <laughs> I love to make fun of it. But it's so it's so like because it's a dance, right? Right. They're playing they're playing this fight as a dance, and so the, especially the parts where they're like touring into the fight and then like getting ready to throw punches. I'm like, all right, spin in there, throw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's so funny but also at the same time like it, it is equally ridiculous but that's that world of musical theater right you have to give into it you have to yes. buy into this dance and this storytelling and that is what this moment in the show before you hear any of them speak a word you're seeing and, and you're feeling everything you need to about these groups just through what you're you're taking in visually so you've got music you've got dance the other thing that I think is freaking fantastic, and the original production did it, the movie did not do it as much, but the uh, uh, most of the revivals, most productions that are done throughout, you know, the world yeah, the one we've seen do this, the one it. we've seen, um, and then the movie does a great job of storytelling with costumes, specifically in terms of color theory, where you have the jets in these cool tones, these blues, these greens, these purples. Um, and then you have the sharks in these warm tones, these reds, these yellows, and these oranges. It it makes it, and I want to get your opinion on it because you use this in an educational setting. Um, it helps clarify to any viewer what the story is about. Absolutely. And this is an idea they took from Romeo and Juliet. Romeo yes. and Juliet is usually color theory. 100%. Use color yes. theory as you well. have the Capulets is red and the Montagues is blue. But like I said, my favorite, I love using the West Side Story prologue as an educational tool to talk about, yeah, how can you use all of these different elements aside from dialogue to tell a story, right? I yes. play them this prologue and I ask the kids, I say, what did you learn from watching this? Yes. Like, who are these people? What did you learn about their world without them actually telling you? Yes. Right. And you get all of those important bits of information you need through the different melodies you're hearing for these different groups, through the different movements they're using to signify they're a part of this group, as well as the colors that they're wearing to denote them as a part of each it's of these beautiful. games. It is, it is everything. And again, <laughs> we're talking about literally the first nine minutes of this show, this Absolutely. production. So, okay, we break it in. There's dialogue. 
we're all through that. Something that I want to touch on um, is Something's Coming, which yes. is sung by Tony, Tony, our leading man, our protagonist, where he um, is kind of done fighting. He's done being the Sharks versus the Jets. And he said, something good has to be coming in my life. And in an in original production, um, when he sings this, uh, it is a Again, soliloquy. Another, another ode. ode to Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Romeo has a very similar uh, soliloquy, which, which is I just a long speech. I didn't speech. know, yeah. or I don't remember. He has a he has from... a long speech talking about how he is destined for something positive to happen. Happen, something good has to come. Um, and this is a soliloquies usually are said with no one else in the room. Um, the 2021 film does a wonderful job by adding the character Valentina, played by Rita Moreno. Uh, it's a character that has not been in any prior production. Uh, she takes the character Doc Doc's role. And so in the 2021 film, she plays his widow. Um, but she is there listening when he's saying something's coming. Um, and I think it's a wonderful adaptation, a wonderful spin on it, um, because he's kind of sharing this with someone who, who has felt what good is um, and that has been with her, or, you know, her husband and whatnot. Um, what do you think about this song, Something's Coming? I really like this song. It's, yeah. a, it's a beautiful song. Um, and it's really cool to see a male, a, 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 a boy role, having this kind of moment. This, like, feel good, like. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the, the, the thing that's really interesting about Romeo's character, not Romeo, wow, Tony's character in general, um, is he's a dreamer. Yes. And I don't think you get to see a lot of, uh, again, male characters painted in this light. Yes. Which is, is really cool. He he has hope. And especially, like you said, in enduring everything that he has endured, I think it's really great to see a character who has had a hard past still look forward yes. right and say you know yes i have had all this really terrible stuff happen to me but i believe that i deserve good and that i am going to have good Completely. which is really really cool and i was very caught off guard by them doing this with marita uh, with uh, rita marino's character but I, yeah again i thought I it was an, beautiful an added surprise she's a feel-good um, dreamer too that there absolutely. there is life where um these these white americans and these Puerto Rican Americans can coexist peacefully. Yes. She has that dream too. And she's passing that on to Tony, you know, her being a Puerto Rican woman passing it on to Tony, who is white, um, is very cool. Yeah. Now, then we get into one of the best scenes of this show. And yeah. that would be the uh, dance, dance at the, at the gym, gym. Yeah. which um, stage productions and both movies did not do it. Um, the 1961 film did it a little bit. Um, it starts with this dream sequence almost where they start kind of twirling in Shanae and in. then yeah. it comes together. And, and we're then talking... you hear that. Yeah. It's like that little, like tiny little bit of music. Right. And yeah, again, it's very mystical. It's like very dreamlike, very whimsy. And then it gets into that, like, and then everyone starts like dancing normally oh my gosh right. and you're talking so, so cool. color just jumping in color theory already because everyone has changed costumes they're in typical like prom looking costumes okay but that color theory is still there you're able to see the two sides they split up they combine together throughout the entire scene um and it is where we get tony and maria 
um, meeting each other for the first time. Now you have so much to say on this first moment, this yes. first glance. Um, and every production does a very good job of it. Um, recently, the two of us watching the 2021 film, you loved um, the way they do it, but they do it in every production. Please yes. elaborate on your thoughts and feelings. Um, I Again, there, there's so much power in dance as a storytelling tool, right? And dance in in showing who characters are and them being able to express themselves. You know, just in, in general, we as humans, like, dance is something that has always, you know, been been a universal language, right? Regardless of, of wherever you come from and whatnot, everyone has a dance and everyone can connect through that movement, whether you know the dance or not. Yes. And that's what I just think is so cool. Um, and so you get these two different groups and it's really interesting to see their styles, how they differ and how yes. they're, they're similar, right? Where you get these moments where you have, cause again, the, the, this whole scene is a lot of ebb and flow, yes. right? A lot of people coming in, a lot of really featured moments for specific dancers, right? Like Tony, not Tony, um, uh, Bernardo, Anita Riff. and Bernardo get a moment. Riff and, and Riff's girlfriend get a moment. Then you get moments where it's all the sharks. You get moments where it's all the jets. You get moments where it's all of them together, right? It, yes. This scene is a beast. Yes. But you learn and you, while well, yes, it's an awesome, schmaltzy, big Broadway grandeur, you know, dance number, it's also, again, it serves such a important purpose. Yes. And again, so amongst all this chaos, you see Tony notice Maria for the first time, right? And it's this beautiful, and again, the movies don't do it justice for, for you being able to see it in person, where no. things start to slow down. And so everyone's doing these movements a little bit slower, because right, they're in the middle of this mambo, this really high-energy, fast-paced dance number. Yes. And the second you see these two characters connect, everything slows down. The music changes, and they they get a moment to shine amongst this this really loud and chaotic world you get to see from their perspective that that connection that quietness it, that, it's that, that, beautiful that, it's it's the so film, beautiful the 1961 film blurs out everything else yes the 2021 film uh, they're separated. They're behind the bleachers. And then in stage productions, it's quite beautiful. They're usually on opposite sides of the stage. It's usually lit. Um, and they get shown from across the room and they move together while everyone yeah. um, is moving around. And then again, their first meeting or their first interaction just the two of them again in terms of movement so 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 important because they do not again speak to each other for like a solid minute yeah their first meeting is through dance and through that um that power of movement and using that as a connection as a way to to uh to introduce each other and it harkens they... back to the prologue where nobody we 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 found the story through music and dance and it's it's the and exact it's the same, same idea yeah yeah and that moment just in the tiny little things they do with their arms with their hips with the snaps it is oh it is just brilliant absolutely it is it is so uh, yeah i get goosies every time because it it's just beautiful Yes. Right. It's just a moment that they get for just the two of them in. And like I said, in this crazy, chaotic world, this moment to just be and to like connect with one another, which yeah. uh, it's just beautiful. <laughs> and we'll talk more about it when we come back.
I have a lot to say. After Dan's at the gym, Tony is out. He's like, I got to go find this girl. She's beautiful. And he scours the the city streets um, and he sings what so many people know um, is the song Maria. It has such a beautiful orchestration to it. The melody is quite beautiful. Um, and something that the new movie does um, once they once he's walking around is Steven Spielberg does a great job throughout the whole movie, um, particularly in this song with lighting. Uh, it's night and the streets are uh, coated with rain and he lights the the street and that's what gives Tony kind of his light and he's he's almost blinded by all of this kind of like you would be blinded by love and you're so uh, tunnel visioned mm-hmm. to see you know to to meeting this girl yeah and so then he meets her where on her balcony which harkens us back to Romeo and Juliet with the iconic um Romeo Romeo where art thou Romeo uh, uh, Juliet on her balcony and yeah. Romeo comes to her and we have th- that scene where they profess e- their love for each other and how they are meant to be and how they're running away and then they sing the iconic Tonight song. Yeah, which um, is a melody that's revisited frequently. Yes, yes very yeah. much. Um, and and it's, it's quite beautiful. And then we have the next morning um, with uh, Anita talking about her love for America and the opportunity she has. Now, in the first off, a wonderful song. Great song. Amazing. So catchy. Iconic. Are you, like, are you love kidding it, me? Right. Like, because of how catchy it is, my guess is a lot of people, this is probably the song they think of. Right. Almost first when you think about West Side Story. It's just because it's, it's so iconic in the sense of it's got this really fun and and charismatic melody that it's a latinx flair that it has absolutely. in it too one of the few and it's very syncopated yes you know right the whole time um the reason i bring it up is both films have done it differently than the uh stage production um in who's involved in it and we have um maria or not maria i don't think maria's in it at all she but not. anita and the other Puerto Rican women are in the stage production. Um, and it's just Anita trying to talk these other women into believing that America is better than Puerto Rico. Cause it's about um, America is amazing. And then, you know, yeah, like, someone, look at all the opportunities. Right, that we and then have. someone's like, well, also everyone hates us because we're not white and all of that. And yeah. she's like, well, we could do this. And they're like, yeah, if you have to do this and, and it's a beautiful, you know, ebb and flow of, back and forth this is what's going on um but in both films the puerto rican men are in it bernardo is there and the rest of the men and the men are the driving force of this anti-american rhetoric of no we should be back in puerto rico because puerto rico is better than any life that we have here um and it's just a beautiful number um to really hone in what this story is about where it's about race it's about these people trying so desperately to feel like there's a sense of belonging something that tony's also focused on you know tony being white he's also like i don't want to fight anymore i want to belong Mm -hmm. and he found that belonging in maria um and and the rest of these uh uh puerto rican immigrants are searching for yeah i was just gonna say i think that that's you know uh probably something that a lot of immigrants experience 
I, I, I'm not an immigrant, so I don't think I can speak for them. But I would imagine if I were in their shoes, there's, you know, there's a lot of positive things, but also on either side, just as in any, you know, argument, there's always another side of that coin. So like, yes, like, look at all the amazing things, look at all the opportunities. But also, yes, there is, you know, some, some things about it that maybe aren't so great. And yes. you, you have to kind of weigh both sides. But like I said, I think it's really interesting in how the movies have turned it in, in the sense of they're painting these women as these hopeful and and dreamers and and it's the men who are kind of reigning on their parade right. which is is really interesting yeah it's a it's a fascinating concept um do you think that that was in, like an intentional choice in the sense of like like you said in the stage show it's more about like just ostracizing anita but in the sense of them choosing to incorporate those men, it's more just like, oh, like those those women, they don't know what they're talking about. If we're talking about the conceptual idea, and I don't think it's necessarily conceptual, but I think you have to break down the show where it's about hope and dreaming, being a dreamer, yeah, um, which is kind of a lot what Romeo and Juliet is about um, and not having a restriction of anything. Um, I think in the stage production where Anita is ostracized from her, her female companions, because um, though time, the time period is not uh, necessarily projected. It does harken back to like a late fifties, early Mm sixties kind of vibe. Um, And I think at that time, Women, women were just starting to enter the workforce right right before then it was just like yeah just pop out some yeah. kids and you're gonna be mom and like you can even hear it in those lyrics yes about being that you know her being like yeah all the women are doing back in puerto rico is you know having babies and i can get a job here in new york city and, and not i can be have my viewed, own apartment right, and, and not I can, be, yes yeah so i think it does I think regardless of how you do it, if it's just Anita it, in the stage production, it pushes Anita to be kind of on her own, which is what we want. We want her to be a dreamer. We want to see the similarities between her and Maria. Well, yeah, as being it's going to make her character's arc even stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. We'll get to that. And then if you do it, what the films do where it's all the women, you also are taking a stance in, in the um, gender, gender roles and, yeah. and, and what happened historically where all these women are like, you know what, in Puerto Rico, um, you know, I still had some restriction to what I could and couldn't do. And in America, it is better. Yes. It is not great, <laughs> but it yeah. is better. I feel like in New York City. I can City, feel like I can I come mean, into my yeah, own. In New York yeah. City, they can come into their own. Um, okay. And then later in that, so right after that song. Sorry, that was a random aside. Yeah, I just but it was great. I love that. it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And then we get into um, the song Cool which uh, traditionally is Riff waiting to talk with Bernardo about um, what they're going to fight with. They're, yes. They want to fight. They're fixing the right? rumble. Yeah. Do we fight with fists? Do we fight with guns? Do we fight and with again, knives? And again, normally a very uh, specific piece of choreography. Like you think of cool and you know in your brain if you've seen the original Jerome Robbins choreography, you know what that looks like, right? Right. And the music is that iconic. Do 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 do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What the hell did the 2021 movie do with that song? I don't have. I don't have a. I have critiques about the 2021 movie, but that is my strongest critique. Is so first and foremost, they put Tony in. Put Tony in it, which Tony does not need to be there. It is all about 
being cool and holding back that anger and that aggression before it just pops and it explodes. So they put Tony in it as kind of like the leading force of like, hey, Riff, keep it down, which is not what it's supposed to be. It's about Riff being like, boys, I'll be the leader. We're good. It demeans Riff's character in a way. But then also... The focus is on a gun. Yeah, it's in less the movie. about keeping your personal cool and in more it becomes more about this idea of like being cool and not using the gun. Like not like the hot like fire weapon. That's more Was that like the, a, that's a how second I amendment in, focus? I don't know. Steven? That's how I interpreted Mr. that. Where Spielberg? It was like keep it cool, we don't want to use firearms. Like that's how I interpreted that. Like we've cool it. Whoa, like you jumped all the way to like this really big dangerous weapon. Keep it cool. Relax. Right? You got to rock it in your pocket. (laughs) But he doesn't necessarily focus on, like, riff as a whole. Keep it bottled up. Yeah. Because this aggression is going to hurt all of us. It's all this dance with the the gun. Yeah, it's gunography that they're throwing the gun around. I mean, it's cool. Right. The... (laughs) <laughs> pun intended it's it's cool i i thought the choreography was was interesting yes but it, it was not what i was expecting yes and i was i was a little bit disappointed by that and then we get to the end of act one um with a song called the tonight quintet um which is very cool musicality wise it is uh the jet singing and then the shark singing, and then Anita singing, and then Tony, Tony and Maria singing, and then they all sing what they've been singing. singing at the same time. Which I think as we started talking about this a little bit before we started recording when we were brainstorming, right? You and I, I think realized that this in musical theater is such an important song because it really sets the standard for what kind of that act one closer can be but also the power in using like a quartet or a quintet or or something along those lines where you get to again revisit melodies that were were already used and get to hear how the characters are feeling in different moments before you you see them all come together for that big like you know end of act one moment right um which we've seen obviously i think this is the precursor absolutely because then we saw it with les mis you see yes. it with Hamilton and and Anything frankly and Lynn and Will Miranda yeah. does. He uses it. Um it just in Encanto that just came out. Yeah. Um is it the end of We Don't Talk About Bruno? Yeah, it's kinda I guess you could kind of call that like the middle. They're all like singing right. Run, right. They're all singing their different melodies all at the same time, yet it somehow works beautifully. Yeah. Um, and that's really awesome to kind of end act one singing wise. But before Act One ends, yes. we have the Rumble, which is absolutely um, beautiful. We said it in the synopsis, right? Riff stabs Bernardo after he tries to I get at Tony. I can only imagine what this would be like watching if you didn't know that this story was based on West Side, not West Side Story. It is West Side Story. If you didn't know it was based on Romeo and Juliet, I can only imagine what watching that would be like because you have no idea what's coming. Well, yes, right? you like, know. I right. like, and that's why I got so worked up. We'll talk about it later. Like you know what's gonna happen. Yes. You know what's gonna happen because of the foreshadowing, but also if you know Romeo and Juliet, you you know, right? Right. And so that's what watching this makes it even harder because right. you know what's gonna happen. And you're like, I know that Tony has to kill Bernardo but you don't want it to happen. Yes. And most of the time when the acting is really good, Tony doesn't want that to happen either. 
Well, no, it's and that heat of the moment idea r- during and this, that, during this that scene. loss, that grief that in a split second blurs his vision. Romeo has a whole monologue about this. I should have pulled it up before recording this, but he has a whole monologue after he kills Tybalt, who yes. is is Bernardo. Um, and, and it was kind of like, you know, he did. Romeo doesn't have a brother. Tony doesn't have a brother. But just like in West Side Story, right, the Montagues, what, you know, his family, um, uh, Mercu- Mercutio, who is Riff, right? They've that's been best friends bro- forever. That's his, his brother. And yes. just like to- Not Riff, by blood, but that's his yes, brother. Absolutely. Riff is Tony's brother. That tomb to womb, sperm to worm mentality that is said multiple times. Yeah. He, it, it does. You, he saw his brother get hurt. It didn't matter that he was truly trying to impress Bernardo to say, hey, I want to, you know, be with your sister. Is this okay? It was kind of like, that is the thing that hurt my brother. I don't care who it is or what it is. I need to just like Mm. get it out. And it's so beautiful because the stage production, the curtains close with Riff's body and Bernardo's body because everyone's cleared. The police are coming and that's the end of act one. And you the lights turn on in the house and, and you're, you're like, like what? what is going on? So <laughs> yeah. it's quite cool. Um, and then act two starts with trash. I hate it. This song <laughs> sucks. And I want to preface the fact that we're talking about, I feel pretty. And a lot of people know it too. I want to preface that Steven Sondheim, the writer of this song also hated it. I don't, did they just like, they were like, Oh, we need something like, light fun opener. i think so i don't know if that was the song necessarily but i i get again within that musical formula you need like a happy positive act one so it's about maria feeling you know it's it's it continues her her character arc of dreaming yes and and this is what my life could be um if i'm rich and famous and gorgeous and and i just feel pretty right yeah um the movie, it wasn't bad in the movie. I, I did like the, the 2021 film. Yes, I did like the way they did it with her in the department store. And yes, it was a little tongue in cheek, but also, again, continued her arc and still let you see Maria really coming into her own. Like, yes, she is young and naive and she still is a dreamer, but now she also is like trying to grasp at these what she thinks are realistic dreams. Yes. Which I think is I think is really cool, especially, again, thinking about women during this time. Yes. About being like, yes, I have a job and I I can I can want these things and I can work for these things and I can have these things. Well, and you're not just talking women. You're talking about a woman of color. Absolutely. it, it, It is wonderful. And the song is still bad. <laughs> but then it's that feel-good moment, and then boom, we're back in it. Bad things are happening. Yes. Um, and then we have um, traditionally sung by um, one of the shark girls um, in the um, musical. And I just isn't remembered that it. The, isn't that the dream ballet? It's the dream ballet right into Somewhere. Yes. And so Somewhere is sung not by... This sounds Which, weird to say, that's but character the only of thing about the stage production that I'm not a fan of. And the only reason why that I, it's hard. I get why the Dream Ballet exists, and I also don't. It's because it was in at the time. Yes. When this musical was written, Dream Ballets were in. Yes. And so, in terms of 
storytelling. Like, yes, it's cool to see this like beautiful dance play out about like Maria and Tony dreaming of, of their future and, you know, what their life could have been like if everything had gone their way. Um, Spoiler, it doesn't. Uh, it's, I don't know, you don't need it. Yeah. Which is, I, as a dancer, like, yeah, I don't. However. I'm saying that, but like, it, you don't need it. However. Yes. The 2021 film, they made Rita Moreno's yes. character sing this song as things are going on, right? Anita is identifying Bernardo's body at yes. the police station. Tony and Maria. Maybe making love during They're this part. Something. But yeah. but it is beautiful and we And will she's talk. looking at all of her like things of her and Doc. Yeah, it's just Yes. We'll talk more about it in our last segment coming right up after this. sobbing in the theater <laughs> this is where it started and i did not stop because it was i it was unexpected and i was like wow this is beautiful rita marina sings somewhere and it's iconic yeah just go watch it yeah that, it was it. Then, there, are, there are no uh, yeah there are not a lot of words to describe that moment I, it was brilliant let's soak up your tears okay things are really crappy at this point in the plot not yes. crappy as in bad, crappy as in sad and and not and good again, feeling. It sucks because if you know what happened, you're like, why does it gotta be like right? This? Because it's only gonna get worse. <laughs> so what does Jerome Robbins and Leonard Bernstein and Steven Sondheim do? They create an eleven o'clock number. Yeah, they're like, we need something good, and that gives you G Officer Krupke. Yes, which is the Jets in the police station traditionally yes. singing about uh, the the youngest uh, baby John is kind of like, well, how do we get out of this? And the Jets are like, oh, here's how you do it. You say you're insane. You say you're that right. Yes. Because everyone is being interrogated for yeah. the death. Of and the, the new Bernardo. choreography, it was it's very similar to what I've seen before. But the yes. new choreography that in the 2021 version, so fun. Well, it, 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 it like, continues it, that idea that they're telling a story. Yes. It, it was very like. Like I, it was a definite ode to the original stuff, but some of the new stuff that they added in that number was just so fun. It's a funny number. It's the jets being stupid boys talking about like, (laughs) you know, a couple of them play different characters, right? At one point he says, well, first you need to say this to a judge. And then one of them plays the judge and they're like, then go to a psychiatrist. Like you just said, it is storytelling. It is pure storytelling. And it is. Like, it's great because it's not just this random funny number. No. It genuinely, again, continues to let you into their world. Yes. About, they're, like, poking fun at it, but, like, they're, like, um, you know, unfortunately, it's kind of true. Like, if, you know, you want to get out of this, there's some options. Right. And it, 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 you know, and and the, (laughs) I just think of the last line, the, gee, officer, crop key, crop you, right? And it's just silly and stupid. And its purpose is very clear. Yeah. Things were rough right before this. Things are about to get a whole lot more rough. Let's just have you laugh one more time before (laughs) Before things go south because we get to um, Maria and and Tony are talking. Anita has just come home. This is the first time Anita has seen Maria since she got word that Bernardo is dead. Um, And she walks into Maria's room 
sees that Tony is there or just there. Tony leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to possibly one of the strongest acting numbers of this entire show. And that is the song, a boy like that sung by Anita. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I have goosebumps talking about it because every time I've seen it, whoever plays Anita, you, this is your moment. Yeah. It's wonderful. And, and we were talking about it. So, uh, obviously in the 2021 film, Ariana DeBois, um, kills this yeah. number. It, yeah. it is beautiful. Um, but we can't forget, you know, 1961 film Rita Moreno also, you know, does a great job. Well, when we were just rewatching number. it, you were literally like, this is what won her, her Tony. Yes. And, and her, 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 her Oscar. Oscar. Well, right. And Ariana DeBois, you're up for the Oscar. I hope you win it because this was beautiful storytelling right she's literally saying hey maria you can't marry a boy like that he killed your brother yeah it's easier to just stick to your own kind because this is not it and it's so hard to see this character take this her dreams are crushed her her it's literally because of again you know what has just happened to her i think that she would have been probably Tony and Mar- one of Tony and Marina's biggest champions yes. had this not happened. Right. And, and in her, you know, my world has been crushed. My dreams have been crushed. So right. are yours, girl. Right. And then comes Maria pleading like, Anita, you know what this love feels like is yeah. like. And I'm telling you that it's love and it is beautiful because and it's heartbreaking. Anita- she does, does see it. know. She does and see it. So she says, okay, right. And that is when, you know, let's break down this whole thing. It ending takes so for much for her you. character to yeah. uh, to say that and then to be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. I'll and go so do this thing for you because I Tony. love you, Maria. Yeah. Because I love you, Maria. She I does. don't necessarily love what's what 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 you're doing. There's but, a beautiful but line. I love you. Yes. A beautiful line in, in at this moment is uh Maria asks. Can you forgive him? And Anita goes, you may, you can never ask me that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Maria follows up with, can you, you forgive, forgive me? me. Yeah. And she ultimately uh, does, right? Yes. Because she understands that. So then Anita goes to Doc's, Doc's drugstore. Or... Uh, you know, it's Valentina's at this point. Um, To tell Tony, like, hey, you're meeting Maria tonight. She's coming. Like, even though all of this has happened, she, she, she still, still loves you. And, she you will and be she's there. coming. And that's when she gets confronted by the Jets. We won't touch on this too much because, you know, it would need every trigger warning in, in the book. Yes. Um, the way that these men treat this woman purely based on the color of her skin is absolutely Ooh, disgusting. Yeah, it makes your skin crawl. And, like, thankfully, they toned it down a little bit in the newer version. I still got, like, physically uncomfortable. Right. Well, and then Doc breaks it up in all of the stage productions in the original version. Yeah. It is quite beautiful to see Valentina, a Puerto Rican, come in and say, hey, you don't look at me like I'm Puerto Rican because I married a white man, Mm -hmm. but I'm letting you know that I am. And the way that you're treating, you're saying these things and doing these things to this woman is terrible. And so she is. Well, then ultimately because of that, again, she's, she goes back to that cynical. Right. We will never get along. Yeah. These two things. Sorry, Maria, you will get hurt because these two things together will never Never work. Never make sense. Yeah. Yes. And so that's when she. Then say, says to the Jets and says to Valentina or says to Doc, you know, Chino killed Maria. 
And yeah. she did it out of impulse. I don't think she recognized the the events that would follow afterwards. But she it just was, wanted to, to it was anything to it. end, you know. It, it ultimately I think her goal was for Tony to never talk to Maria again. Yes. And even she was all like, I can deal with Maria's heartbreak, but the fact that she will never and you know, and, and then to use it as a well, this is what white men do to you. So yeah. this is why you need to choose mm. a Puerto Rican man. And, and and it's quite beautiful. So then we get to um uh the news being broken to Tony. And mm-hmm. in every stage production it's very good. Um I want to address the 2021 um version when Valentina tells Tony. Um we haven't touched on this. There are alleg- you know, the allegations against Ansel Igor. Let's separate the art from the artist real quick. His reaction in this moment when Valentina says, Oh my gosh, Maria yeah. is dead. He, it, it's, it's, it's what shock. happens in the silence yes. that makes the biggest impact. Well, and he immediately, you see it all on his face. He immediately goes, and, and they had just talked about uh, Valentina says, um, Life is more important than love. And Tony goes, Not when they're the same thing. Uh, and yes, so once this happens, it is not even a reaction. He is all like, I want to find Chino and I want Chino to kill me because I want to be dead with Maria. Maria. And it's quite beautiful. And then he runs outside. And I'm going to let you take it from here because this is <laughs> this is in the movie theater. Okay, cut to me in the theater. This is, yeah. He, we know what happens. I, I literally know everything that is about to happen. <laughs> I know everything I'm about to see. The second I see Maria coming. Well, no, you see, you see chino first no you see maria run no you see chino he like stalks out from the corner and i say no <laughs> vocally <laughs> out loud yeah, vocally in the middle of the theater and and no. our our best friend beth turns to me and goes what is she doing and i'm like <laughs> and i'm girl. again sobbing i'm beside myself yeah and it's this beautifully heartbreaking moment where tony sees maria and has that and you know what's behind it yes you know Oh my gosh. So then Tony gets shot, Tony's dead, yeah. and then the final bits of this movie Ooh. is Maria's monologue because at this point Tony dead, she screams, she runs over to his bleeding body. Yeah. She sings a oh little bit gosh. of uh somewhere or tonight no, one of their I'm songs. I'm pretty sure it's there's a place for us? No, I don't I can't remember. We Anyway, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um and and at this point the sharks and jets surround them. They have realized what their tension has done yes. to both sides, right? Yes. And she grabs the gun. She says, you know, I said it in the synopsis. Oh. She says, you know, how many how many bullets are left, Chino? And then she because like, I want to shoot all of, all of you. And, and I also want to make sure there's one left for, for me. me. Oh, my And God. she says, and I can do it. Because I know what hate feels like now. There's hate in me. Yes. Yeah, it and, is. And makes them all is... feel terrible. Oh, it's just one of those moments where, like, you feel so much in that moment. Yes. And traditionally, the stage production ends with all of them walking out, and she is just crying over Tony's dead yes. body. Yes. And then the movie did something which we thought was never, we thought was groundbreaking. We thought this was a new right. idea. Um, and that's part of the reason why I was, in, I was literally, again, undone at the end. I was in shambles. I was sobbing. Because both um, the Jets and the Sharks. Because you see all of the Jets pick Tony up and then you see that they don't quite have him. So one shark steps in and then all of a sudden right. all of them file in. And they create this procession And you see this beautiful the procession of them carrying Tony's body down the street. 
followed by Maria, and then followed in in the newest movie by Chino and Valentina. Um, and it ends, you know, as you see them round the corner and the cops pull up and then it, you know, it's fades beautiful. to black. It's, it's just chills, tears, all the things. You just feel so much in that moment. Um, okay, final thoughts. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, um, first, first and foremost, okay, it wouldn't be a discussion of West Side Story without talking about some of the problematicness in general. Um, first traditionally, you know, not pro- probably with the broad, I don't know about the original Broadway cast, but I do know about the original movie cast. Okay. It's 2021. Now let's cast people that represent these people Absolutely. correctly. Right. Yeah. Natalie Wood was painted dark. Um, the George, uh, I don't know his last name. It's like Catactus or something like that. The original Bernardo in the 1961 production. He was Greek, born in Ohio, right? And you look at the makeup and you're like, oh, my God. That is definite, yeah. you know, blackface, brownface. Um, the ni- or the uh, 2021 version, and I am speaking from my perspective and my point of view. There's been a lot of contention about the fact that these actors are not Puerto Rican. However, I thought it was a beautiful intentional choice and i i know it was intentional right we it's about time Mm -hmm. to you know we have talented latinx people absolutely it's it's time to cast them and showcase them and i thought they did a really good job of showcasing them ariana dubois is puerto rican rachel Mm -hmm. zegler's colombian i believe um and it it was just wonderful so the progression of moving into that is yeah i also it was it's one of those things where like some of the the new dialogue as well written in spanish but they don't give you the spanish subtitles Subtitles. they don't translate it for you Um, which is also wonderful which uh it was equally you know me being like oh man i wish i spoke spanish like i want to know what they're saying but like you can also with the the vague understanding i do have a spanish you can kind of piece some things together but i think that was really cool right well and and how many times does a spanish-speaking person coming to america want to know what is said in English, right? So what a wonderful juxtaposition of like, no, this is a story about Spanish people for Spanish people. Yeah. You know, they, yeah, they should be talking in Spanish. Right. Like they, but also it's really interesting to also hear, you know, they, they have those moments, but then I I know it's Anita's character who's like, no, like speaking English, like we're, we're you need to start like practicing speaking in English. And, um, I also, you know, knew it was a very intentional choice in all of them singing with, with um, it's not an accent, but it kind of is with the more Latin um vowels yes. and pronunciation, correct? Yes. Um, which I thought was really cool. I had never heard Maria's songs sung like that. Yes. And it was really beautiful well, because white women <laughs> were traditionally singing her songs. You know. Yeah. Um, but it's very cool. I agree. Yeah, it's really awesome to see them again, like I, you know, talked about in that Lynn quote earlier, but it's really awesome to see this story reclaimed by them and and for them. Yes. Um so what should people walk away with after seeing this, watching this movie? What what is the takeaway that we as, you know, more than amateur, we're obviously not theater experts, but we, you know, have our career is in theater, our careers in performing arts. What do we, you know, as professionals want people of any skill level to walk away with after seeing West Side Story? Gosh, I don't know. 
I it ends bad. Yes. Like sad. I don't think that is that is the intent. No, I don't I think, and I don't think that should be the whole tone. No. I think in and it ends slightly the music, the orchestration ends and slightly hopeful. And I think Absolutely. that is the key word right there. That idea of hopefulness. I know the last notes of the musical are somewhere. Yes. It's it's that Right. That like you know, I, we were talking about this earlier is once this story ends and these characters' lives continue on, was this something of like hardcoreness that ultimately like changed the relationship between the sharks and the jets? Did this do this? Did this start to ease the relation between these two peoples? I mean, I would hope so. I would hope so too. And I and I the 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 dreamer in me thinks it did absolutely that after this they were like you know what we went too far there's now three of us dead one of us it will never recover from this maria will never recover from this anita will never recover from this yeah right we need to put the brakes on this and 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 focus down on that so so go see the show yeah i i just i you know we've said it a million times i think this is the pinnacle of storytelling yes it is it, it is art and it is it is tragic it is beautiful it is it is heart-wrenching it is joyful it, it's everything all wrapped up into one yes um and that's exactly what you want it to be yes you want you want theater to to challenge you but also to reflect the world that yes, you see. Absolutely. And that's very much our world. It's beautiful, but it's broken. Yes. And I don't know. It's, ah, it's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, What a wonderful journey we went on this yeah. episode. I love it. And we thank you. Please share your thoughts with us. If you have yet to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at theater podcast, T-H-E-A-T. R-E podcast. The thing, not the place. The thing, not the place. Go ahead and like um, and follow us on uh, whatever streaming service you are listening to right now. Write us a nice little review um, and and push this out. We want to get this out um, to as many people as possible so yeah. we can, you know, hear what your ideas are. Make sure Absolutely. you share with us your thoughts and, and feelings. And continue to, yeah, you know, get get art out there. Yeah. Talk about it and, Go see art. and see it and experience it. And uh, especially with, with this, um, we hope that, you know, these script tease episodes expose you to, to new ideas. And um, again, these are just our thoughts and our opinions. So yeah. again, art is subjective. So go see it and talk about it for yourself because that's the best thing that you can do as, as an artist, as a theater patron, as a supporter of the performing arts. It's just, it's, it's meant to be talked about. Yeah. So go have a conversation, go dialogue. But don't worry because. Also go listen to the musical and, and twirl around in your yeah. living room. <laughs> Absolutely. And we will be back with our, Regularly scheduled, Regular scheduled program next week. <laughs> you know it. It's another wonderful episode of the iconic, the legendary. We'll see you again next time for this great show that we know as Theater Talk. Goodbye. Bye.